Welcome ninjas to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim Cameron Kitchen, best-selling digital marketing author and head ninja at the awesome digital marketing agency Exposure Ninja. This show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales through your website. And in this episode, we're doing something slightly different because we're going to be talking today about how to hire the ultimate marketing manager. Now, the marketing manager is one of the most important hires that a business will make because get it right and you can unlock years of growth. Get it wrong, sad times, sad, sad times. Now, when we were thinking about how to cover this topic and who we could get to come onto the show to talk about it, I realized we actually know the ultimate marketing manager. You see, years and years ago, when Exposure Ninja was much smaller, I remember talking to uh, one of our clients who had just hired a new marketing manager and they introduced his marketing manager and uh, we got talking and I remember thinking, holy moly, this marketing manager is on the ball. They are super smart, super bright, super switched on. This has been the perfect hire. It will be great to work with this person one day. Now, long story short, a few years later, and this person now works at Exposure Ninja. Ali Newton came on board and now runs uh, one of the teams here at Exposure Ninja. So she is perfectly placed to talk about how to hire the ultimate marketing manager because she has both been the ultimate marketing manager and she's also worked with a bunch of marketing managers in her role at Exposure Ninja so she sees both sides and she now also does recruitment as well. So in this episode we talk about all sorts of stuff from how to hire, how to attract the best people in your job ads, the sort of skills that you're looking for, what sort of expectations to have and also how to manage them once they come on board. So if you're looking to hire the ultimate marketing manager I hope you find this really useful. Don't forget if you need some help with your digital marketing, whether you have a marketing manager or not, the first thing that you should do is request a free website and marketing review from Exposure Ninja. What happens is we'll ask you a few questions about your business and your goals all online in a form. Once you've filled in that form, we'll then go away and record you a 15 minute video showing you the priorities that you should have to improve the leads and sales that your website generates, drive more traffic and smash your competitors into the ground. We'll also give you a prioritized action plan that you can follow over the next 12 months to do exactly that. So to request this free website and marketing review, go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. You'll see it on there. So ExposureNinja.com forward slash review, click the big button, fill in the form, and we will send you your marketing review as a video, typically within about a week or so. Anyway, without further ado, enjoy the show with Ali Newton talking about how to hire the ultimate marketing manager. Ali, welcome to the show. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Um, you've come to the show because today we're going to discuss how, how to hire the ultimate marketing manager. So this is for people who are business owners looking to make their first marketing hires. They want to get it right. It's really scary handling, handing over the marketing to somebody else. Marketing so important. But there is obviously a time in every business's life where this must be given to someone other than the jack of all trades business owner. Um, when I was thinking about how to tackle this topic, I realized I actually know the ultimate marketing manager. In fact, I know her really well. A few years back, we worked with a client and I remember being astounded by the expertise and heroism 
of their marketing manager. Uh, we worked together with them to do amazing things. It became more and more clear that this was the sort of person we needed at EN. Punchline, Ali, this is you. Um, and you've come over to EN and uh, you run a very successful team here, but you're perfectly placed to explain how to hire the marketing manager of, uh, of a business's dreams because that is you. No pressure. <laughs> so um, first up, maybe you could give us a bit of a, a, a history lesson as to your career. How did you start out and why did you choose to become a marketing manager? And then how did you end up at EN? Well, I think uh, like quite a lot of people these days, I actually kind of fell into marketing a little bit. Um, I had done a psychology degree and thought that's where I was going with life and uh, had a kind of change of heart towards the end of it. Um, my mum's always worked in marketing and I think I've kind of had to absorb things from her over the years as she's kind of come home and talked about everything that she's been doing. And then I decided, you know, I'll give it a try and, and see how it goes and just really fell in love with it, really enjoyed myself, decided to do my uh, sim with Oxford College and yeah, just kind of carried on from there really. Okay, so you mentioned that the sim. How important do you think marketing qualifications are to a marketing manager? Should we be looking for someone with qualifications or doesn't it really matter? Really mixed views on that. So there are some things that it was really helpful with. There's a lot of talk about kind of integrated strategies and making sure that things are consistent across the board. But when it came to kind of actual practical use of, let's say, trying to find some keywords or trying to run AdWords or any of that stuff, um, yeah, really not that helpful at all, to be honest. I don't think we even really covered anything on SEO, even though I did a digital marketing module. They might have updated it since then, don't know. <laughs> but honestly, I think that hands-on practical experience and also just a willingness to learn because things change so quickly. You've really got to kind of keep reading everything and stay on top of stuff. So obviously you've worked client side as a marketing manager. When you came over to Exposure Ninja, you um, started off working as a project manager. So you were then working with marketing managers in our clients' businesses. So you've kind of seen both sides of, of the marketing manager role. Um, what are some of the challenges of being a marketing manager? Like if the business owner is trying to get into the head of this marketing manager that they're gonna hire, what sort of pressures are they under? I think there are, there are quite a few. Uh, one of the biggest ones is expecting you to kind of be a total whiz at every single part of digital marketing. It's, uh, it's like anything, I guess, if you're kind of looking from the outside, it looks like it's all kind of one consistent thing all in one place. And then actually the minute you kind of scratch the surface, you realize that there's a lot of stuff you don't know. And it's the same for a marketing manager. It's, I think almost impossible to be an expert in all of the different areas that you might want to cover, particularly if you're expecting someone to cover online and offline. So you're then also including things like being able to use InDesign and, and create leaflets and all that kind of stuff, as well as the digital marketing side. It's just, it's too much. <laughs> so I guess it can be tempting to just think of, oh, well, it's all the 
the computer stuff that person is there to come and sit on the computer and make money come from the computer so whereas what you're saying is well seo pay-per-click those are completely different specialties content totally different like inside exposure ninja we've got i don't know what 11 different specialties that go into one campaign so it's obviously it's you know it's obvious for us to say well seo is completely different to content marketing but for the business owner that's like I just need someone to do this stuff. The temptation is always going to be there that they're just hoping this person, well, they're going to be better than me at pay-per-click. So, hey, they can just give it a go, right? Absolutely. And I think they're really different kinds of people that you need in each of those positions. So a marketing manager, you'd be looking for someone who can do kind of overall strategy. They can look at the business, where you're trying to get to and plan out the next steps. That person who's kind of quite interested in bigger picture might not be the person who can also write really good sales copy mm. or also be the person who's going to spend four hours analyzing PPC data and then meticulously changing keywords. Is They're very different skill sets and trying to find that all in one person, I think is really tough. Okay, so if... So what we're saying is if you're if you've got if you've got one hire and you need to get someone who can manage all this stuff or coordinate outside agencies or whatever to do this stuff, you're going to have to compromise. You're not going to get someone who's like the Pokemon, which is, you know, level 10 in absolutely everything. So what should be in your mind? What should be the top priority? What should be the thing that someone's looking for in the marketing manager over everything else? I think you really want someone who's going to be able to to take the strategy, understand the business and then plan kind of the next steps and where where you need to fill those gaps. Mm. And that could be someone who perhaps is digital marketing specialized in one particular area and therefore can kind of do the hands on bit of one part of it or potentially someone who's really specialized in the offline stuff and then you can top their skills up for the digital marketing. I think really it's the it's the kind of strategic elements and being able to say, okay, where do we want to be this time next year? Mm. How are we going to get there? And actually have someone who can break that stuff down and then also educate potentially outside people if you're going to use an agency, but educate other people on the product or the service so that they can, again, deliver the right kinds of content. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. I think if we look at, the most successful clients that we work with the marketing manager isn't an expert necessarily in any of the specific channels but they are an expert in they they understand marketing as a whole and they're able to think you know they have a marketing brain and they are an expert in marketing strategy so knowing where the business needs to go and they know enough about each of the different channels to know what good looks like right because you don't want someone who's going to be you know, blowing 20 grand a week on Facebook ads and not getting any conversions and being like, yeah, but Facebook's really cool. Like they need to know what good looks like. But other than that, I think looking for any particular area of specialty is possibly a bit of a, a, a bit of a red herring. Mm. That's a really good point. It's kind of linking back to someone needing to be able to take feedback, but also appreciate the business for what it is. I think it's very easy for someone to be like, oh, well, I used Facebook ads in the last place that I worked and they worked really well. 
and then they move somewhere where the product is £2,000, totally not an impulse buy, Mm. like totally not relevant to someone while they're on Facebook and then still apply the same methods and it won't work and everyone will be really upset. So (laughs) it's kind of uh, being able to adapt and not just stick to the same things over and over again. Yeah, that, that's a great point. That's a great point. We'll come back to um, expectations and what people should expect when they hire someone um, in, uh, in, in just a minute. So if we were to talk about um, traits or uh, behaviors or, you know, skill sets that people are looking for, um, as well as being good at marketing strategy, I'm thinking of our, you know, our, our project managers who are probably the close to marketing managers and what we tend to look for are things like organization, independence, you know, they're the conductor, not the orchestra. Similar thing for client-side marketing manager? Yeah, definitely. I think our, our project managers are really great examples actually of the types of, of people that you'd want to look for. The, the organization thing is huge. It's easy to, again, it's that kind of looking from the outside thing and you're like, oh, you're just going to make money out the website and that'll be kind of straightforward. And it's really, really not, particularly when you've got lots of different channels to stay in control of and you're perhaps if you're e-commerce, you're constantly changing your products. Mm. All of that stuff can take a lot of organization and staying on top of. So you really want someone who can do the strategy, they can do the planning, but they're also gonna actually get stuck in when they need to, to make sure stuff is actually being delivered on time. I was talking to a client recently who described their Exposure Ninja project manager. They said something along the lines of, I want them to be agreeable, but not nice. And their point was (laughs) this person kicks not only my ass they kick my team's ass everyone around them they're just kicking ass the whole time to make sure that this gets done and you kind of want that that tenacity as well you don't really want someone who's just gonna oh that's that's not very good but uh, oh well you want someone who's gonna be like no we're we're going on a journey here and you're all coming with me yeah absolutely okay so as someone who has applied for and accepted a marketing manager role, Ali. What do you think marketing managers are looking for in these jobs? In other words, how can the business owner create a marketing manager job which is appealing to people, the right people? That's a fantastic question. I think one thing that is really, really important is to show them that they're going to have enough flexibility to be able to actually kind of crack on with things. There's a a bit of a restriction that comes in, particularly in kind of small to medium sized businesses. It's totally understandable because it could be a business owner who's maybe not, not kind of ever let go of their marketing and has always done it themselves. And it's a big kind of terrifying thing, but that can also really hamper the results and undermine what actually happens because the marketing manager is probably going to come in they're probably going to change a bunch of stuff and it's all going to be a bit um you know who moved my cheese like it's going to be uncomfortable to start with but that's the only way to kind of drive real results Mm. so I think when you're looking at an ad you want to see what your scope will be and see that in a fairly realistic manner it's easy to kind of say, yeah, you'll be in charge of the website and the SEO. And then as a business owner, want to to kind of um, 
keep your hands in and, and keep kind of saying, oh, no, actually, let's keep that the same. So setting really clear expectations as to what's actually going to be required from the manager. And also, I think personally, letting them know whether there is any intention of being able to get an extra support. Mm. If that's not going to be something that's possible, then just be really realistic and upfront about that so that they know when they commit that they are going to need to potentially upskill or they're going to need to control a number of different platforms so that they've they've kind of got that expectation built from the get-go. That's a really good point. And I love how you recommended that, you know, it's a realistic thing. I remember talking to um, to a ninja who had applied for a, um, a marketing manager role um, previously. And they said that, you know, the ad said, we want someone who's going to be able to do PPC and update the website and SEO and content and social media and all this stuff. And, you know, oh, by the way, the salary is a minimum wage. And reading that, they didn't get the impression that, oh, this is a, you know, this is a business that really knows what they want. The business probably thought by listing all of these things, we're showing that we're really savvy and that we know what we want. And, you know, we're, we're really on the pulse. Whereas the person was just like, well, there's absolutely no way I'm going to be able to do all of that. And they clearly don't have the budget for additional support. So I'd have been much more impressed if they just said, we're looking for someone to come in and find the best marketing channels for us and work through those rather than saying, right, we're going to be doing all of these things because that just immediately made them seem a little bit clueless and also implied that this person, you know, needed to be an absolute unicorn and, and there's just no way that one human being is going to be able to do all that stuff. So I think being realistic in the job ad is is really important, isn't it? And, and letting that person know that they're going to have flexibility and support to find their feet. This isn't like day one right we're going to triple sales by the end of the week that you're in a, you know rational a rational person <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a really good point it's easy to kind of fall into the expectation that there will be three times the number of sales by you know next week or something and it's just really not how it works mm. like anything you need to kind of test different angles and and find out what works and without that and with the, the kind of crushing expectation uh, from a business owner, I think that can probably make results worse rather than better if someone's kind of not able to do their best work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose a lot of stuff in this area is a bit like when you're hiring an agency, isn't it? Like anyone who's going to promise you immediate results, they either have no idea or they're lying. Um, and it's going to be exactly the same with a marketing manager hire as well. So yeah you just don't expect miracles but with the right person it can completely transform the business so we talked a bit about making the ad what should the hiring process look like for these people and how does the business owner identify someone who's you know read a few excellent best-selling marketing books and someone who can actually do this stuff yeah, I, I'd really absolutely recommend uh, using actual tasks within the recruitment process. You can really quickly see a couple of different things. So it's really useful for checking out how good someone's writing is. And writing, it doesn't matter which bit of digital marketing you're expecting them to be a specialist in. They need to be able to write because it just comes into every, every aspect of it. So that's a, a task I definitely recommend. But also um, when I've worked on recruiting a marketing manager in the past, 
I used a, a task to ask them to set up a strategy and write a press release. And setting the task was really useful in actually figuring out who was genuinely interested in the job because the people who were kind of just there to see what it was all about didn't bother finishing the task mm. and that saved a load of time interviewing people who were just not even really that interested yeah we use demo tasks for every single role now in Ian, don't we and yeah they're great like you say if, if you set a demo task that you're a little bit uncomfortable with the amount of stuff that you're asking for because the the best people will will put the work in and and the you know everyone else will give you something half eaten and, and terrible so it really does save you a hell of a lot of time in interviewing for sure so what sort of tasks do you think would work well so you talked about there creating a marketing strategy and writing a press release i guess if we're looking at digital marketing potentially doing a review of the website or something like that yeah that'd be a great idea that's as you know one that we we do with our sales ninjas and it's fantastic it's a really good way to be able to test someone's knowledge and see kind of how far they can go into each of the different areas you set it up so it's looking at the website as it's performing right now but also the different channels it'll allow you to see where the gaps are and that helps you in turn figure out what kind of extra um help you might need if you're going to kind of build people around them mm. okay and then we so we got the demo task we've had some decent ones back and now inviting people for interviews um you interview for for marketing consultants here at exposure ninja any tips on running good interviews that spew out awesome candidates <laughs> um so one thing that i've been enjoying lately um is actually kind of pushing candidates a little bit harder on what my objections are. So I let them know towards the end of the interview what my objections are and reasons that I might be thinking that they're not really suitable to the role. And what you find, particularly with people in recruiting, rights marketing consultancy, they will tend to push back. And if they handle that objection in a way that's confident and uh, really does handle the objection rather than just kind of circumvent it. I think that's really useful because you can see someone who is able to take feedback, but also who's able to be assertive and, mm. and actually stick up for themselves rather than just say, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm terrible. I'll just not bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, well, you're not perfect either. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. We'll we'll often do situational interviews, won't we, where we give them like demo uh, situations and ask them how they react. And what we're really looking for is those tendencies that they have. We want them to respond in the right way for us. So we'll say, for example, um, well, in a in a marketing manager type role, it might be you've got X amount of budget to split between these three different channels. Um, how do you decide which one to go for? And you're looking for, you know, savvy, sensible answers. They're not, well, we just split it three ways and just see what happens. So those kind of situation things. And, and if you can replicate real life situations that they're actually going to be in, then you can find out how they're going to respond ahead of time um, before it's uh, before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those are super useful. We use a lot of them. So business owner has made the hire. They've brought the person yep. in. 
Um, obviously, there are going to be moments of doubt. Uh, but how long does someone give it to know whether they've made the right hire or not? And how do they know? Yeah, I think it depends in part on how ready you're starting with their marketing. If you've got quite an early stage business or even it could be a, a reasonable age business that is just not really doing any marketing right now. It, it can take more work to prepare them for actually getting started with things like running ads or, or driving forward with SEO. So if you've got someone coming into the business and you're in those early stages, I think it's important to give them uh, at least a couple of months really to kind of bed in and to make those changes, particularly if you're looking at really heavy lifting when it comes to the website, for example. If the business is already going in the right direction, it's got quite developed marketing, perhaps the marketing manager's taking over from someone who has already kind of got things in place, then I'd still expect to see quite a lot of change in the beginning, just because it's going to be necessary, I would imagine, to shift a few things around and, and make sure everything is optimum. But I probably wouldn't expect quite as long a leeway with that kind of business as I would with one of the earlier stages. There's obviously some things that you'll notice working with this marketing manager. So I'm just thinking of our, you know, Explosion Ninja project managers. Mm -hmm. It's fair, you know, as soon as they start working, they might not, if, if, if we'd hired them as a marketing manager for EN, we wouldn't have expected them to transform the marketing results, but we would we you know you know pretty quickly that this person is a force of nature and yeah. that they you know they, they're going to be fine right so you're looking for that energy that um desire to get an understanding of the situation you're looking for them to you know make plans and make sheets that look all you know organized and all that type of stuff which just doesn't come naturally to me at all but you know you're looking for someone who looks like they're in control right or looks like they're going to be in control soon so i guess that type of stuff is the stuff that's going to happen before the results so you don't just want to judge them on results in the first two months probably as you say right absolutely yeah i think the energy thing is a, a huge thing that can't be underestimated if you've got someone coming in who's kind of looking to the business manager to see what they'd like them to do then that's probably going to be a bad sign I'd be looking for someone who can really come in and say right this is what needs to happen let's mm. go yeah love that love that okay cool and what can the business owner do to help that person succeed yeah I think there are a couple of things so it's really useful to help them build up a relationship with a sales department if you have one because there's a there's a feedback loop there that needs to be kind of kept in touch Otherwise, your marketing manager can be going off in one direction, your sales team can be going off in another, and you can fall into horrible situations where you're either wasting leads because they're not, not being used properly by the sales team, or where the sales team are getting leads through that are all just totally irrelevant, really low quality, or nothing to do with what they're trying to, trying to sell. So it's really important to kind of have that feedback loop there. And actually the same if it's an e-commerce business for the operations side of things too. If you've got a marketing manager pushing products that are out of stock, 
then mm. it's probably not going to go well. So having those kind of relationships um, built and nurtured really early on is super useful. Another one is kind of making sure that they've got the skills around them that they need. So if we're in the example we talked about earlier where we're saying that it's really difficult for a marketing manager to be a specialist in, like, let's say, Facebook ads, Google ads, uh, SEO, changing bits of the website, uploading products, like all of these different areas, then it's going to be useful to be able to supplement that, even if it's just in one area. So that could be with an agency, obviously, like us, or it could even be with um, perhaps building in someone else into the team, depending on what kind of budget you have available and the kind of um, results that you're looking for. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. And what about managing expectations with that person because I'm just thinking of some business owner clients that we've worked with over the years that have been of the treat them mean keep them keen kind of ethos where they think that pressure is proportional to results um, how does someone get the balance between just saying go off and do your thing versus we doubled leads yet you know, there's a massive spectrum there. What what works best really for you, for, your, for you as a marketing manager? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is a huge spectrum there. And I think to some extent it can depend on the, the people you're working with. If they need that bit of added pressure, then that's probably okay occasionally, but you really need to keep the kind of channel of communication open and ready so that the business owner can feed back to the marketing manager. The marketing manager is setting expectations with the business owner and that's working on a really consistent basis. I think what we do here works really well where we've got you know, either weekly um, catch-up calls or weekly email updates or even the end of month reports. It just means that you stay on top of that in a really healthy way. And that was something actually in my previous role I used to do for the business owner was I would still produce him reports internally mm. because I think that it's really important to be able to see those numbers and also see the analysis around it. So you've, you've got a really clear understanding. You don't necessarily need to be um, kind of the one doing it, but having some clarity around what's going on, why and what the results are is yeah really important for the business owner, but also for the marketing manager. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ali, any final advice for the business owner who needs to hire that perfect marketing manager? Try not to put too much pressure on them straight away because it's probably not going to get you the best results. Really uh, be choosy when you're interviewing. Don't just go for the best of the bunch. Go for someone that you think is going to be really good. And if that means waiting a bit longer, wait a bit longer. And just what we've been saying throughout don't expect them to be an absolute genius in all aspects of digital marketing because it's, it's not possible <laughs> such good advice such good advice and of course if people need help with their digital marketing whether they have a marketing manager or not what do they need to do ali they need to register for a free review at exposure ninja forward slash review and get us in so we can do some analysis and let them know what the best next steps will be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you've got a marketing manager, you don't know if they're any good, 
send it through the review. We'll let you know. Great. Thank you, Ali. Thanks, Tim. Really hope you enjoyed that episode with Ali and good luck in finding your ultimate marketing manager. Don't forget, whether you have a marketing manager or not, whether you are a marketing manager or not, one of the best things that you can do to improve your marketing is to get the free website and marketing review from Exposure Ninja. All you need to do is go to ExposureNinja.com and fill in the questionnaire. We ask you a whole bunch of questions about your business and your goals, and we will then record you a 15-minute video review showing you how to generate more leads and sales through your website. It's completely free and it's totally awesome. So go to ExposureNinja.com to request that today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you found us and see you next week.